Hello and welcome to the All Night Gamers Podcast, episode 26. That's right, episode 26. We've been doing this uh, crappy show for half a year now. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) But for real though, yeah, it's been six months. That's uh, six months worth of um, episodes and I am very impressed that we've managed to keep this up for this long. Um, so thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us on on this very special edition of the show. I hope you're doing very well. Um, especially if you're on the East Coast in any form. I hope you're staying very safe with all of the bad weather right now. Um, we're kind of south, so we're not getting it as bad as some folks, but it is pretty terrible right now. It's very miserable. So uh, I hope you're staying warm. Anyway, hi, hello, welcome to the show. Um, we've got. A couple uh, special random questions to spur some discussion for this special episode, as long as a bunch of uh, regular news to talk about. Um, New trademarks coming out, new updates coming out, events on certain games. Uh, Mario 3D World launched. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, We have a weird uh, collector's corner question that we're going to be talking about. Um, And we're going to finish off with a very interesting scenario that is sort of like it's one of those questions like you're stuck on a desert island you only can bring five games with you what games do you pick kind of sounds something like that but not that question it's something different anyway something cooler than that yeah something more interesting so yeah this episode is half a year of the all night gamers podcast um that's just weird i really didn't expect to keep this up for more than like three weeks we started. Hey. I was going to be honest. Um, three three weeks is when we decided to put it on the channel. So, well, I'm glad you remember stuff like that. I can't remember numbers like that. <laughs> um, like, is it something score related? I ain't going to remember it. If it's something uh, stupid in the eyes of 99 percent of people, I will remember it. So, let's get into the news. Let's get right into the show. So, uh, Nintendo and Microsoft are teaming up to bring the Nintendo Concierge service to help people sweat up Switches. It's like a modern version of the Nintendo uh, Nintendo Power oh. Hotline Yeah, that from back in the day, except really just not as cool, um, to be honest. But um, it's live now, and you can already book sessions, um, nintendo.com slash Nintendo Switch Concierge. Um, they say to quote the page, Nintendo Switch Concierge is a new no-cost pilot program for new Nintendo Switch system owners. Participate in a virtual one-on-one meeting with a Nintendo representative to ask questions, get answers, and learn more about everything your Nintendo Switch system has to offer. Uh, So basically, you just go to this page, you pick a topic out of the six, um, Nintendo Switch 101, getting started on games, what to play next with games, security and privacy, your Nintendo account and customization. Those are the six options and you pick one of those and you can book a time. Um, They're open like starting tomorrow from this recording. So literally the second you hear this, you could go and book a thing. I'm not really sure why you would do that um, unless you just really need some help. No judgment there. Um, And they also have um, slots at like seven in the morning. So you can get up super early. And talk to people about your Nintendo Switch. So yeah, that's, I ain't getting up that early. Yeah. 
Well, it's different because we already we already kind of like know everything, so there's no reason. That's also true. Um, they say you must be at least 18 years old, which is weird. You think they would make this kind of for kids in some aspects? Because um, that's certainly what the like the Nintendo Power Hotline was for back in the day. They would like give you game hints and stuff. I'm surprised there's no like hints on games thing. That would be really cool uh, if they did mm. that. But yeah, that's up now. So if you need help with your Nintendo Switch in any shape or form. You can now book a virtual meeting. I don't know if they... They don't say what service they use. You just get an email and they... Um, it's probably like a Microsoft Teams sort of deal. Yeah, I guess. But when on the Connect section, they say chat with a Nintendo representative via a video call. They don't say like if it's by Microsoft Teams. But if they team up with Microsoft to do this, then I'd hope it's Microsoft it, Teams. If it's not directly Teams, it's definitely going to be something similar. No, yeah. no, no. It's Nintendo Teams. Oh, Nintendo dude. doesn't Nin- have the servers for that. Yeah, dude. Nintendo's still... Don't worry the about it. We're still in the midst of getting use... off of Windows 98 servers. I don't think they can handle <laughs> video calls. No, no. It just has a function that checks if it's running on Windows 98. Why? I mean, good lord. Did anyone try the Wii U virtual video chat they had? That was whew, That was rough. Um, it's fun but terrible at the same time i uh, see so you keep saying back in the day but none of us are that old to where we back used in, the power ba- back in the day i circa 2013 that is seven years i think that 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 counts everything happens so fast these years. days yeah, no eight. the power hotline wasn't then right no the, I the think power you could hotline still technically was, call into it you could call into it up to like like until the wii u launched i think like up around that time oh, um, i see i thought it closed way sooner and i was like i'm not <laughs> we're no. not that old but um, yeah okay then yeah we are that old we're pretty um but yeah you it was only really popular back like before the internet um when you had to True. either hope you had a friend that was really good at games or you bought the nintendo power guides or um call the nintendo power hotline um but then once the internet came up it kind of really faded out i think that's why they stopped it but it's cool they're doing some other kind of service like this too so next up um the a new Zelda trademark has been pretty much renewed for um, Phantom Hourglass, Wind Waker, and Skyward Sword. Um, I highly doubt that those three games would be the one chosen <laughs> if they were a trilogy thing, like everyone's been rumoring. Um, if we're gonna need that's a trilogy with selection with Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass. Just put Spirit Tracks, and we're good. We have the two. Yeah, and then Skyward Sword. That'd be like taking out wind waker and putting zelda 2 or something no it said wind waker right it says wind waker and phantom hourglass yeah i'm yeah. saying like it, it's yeah. like skyward sword being in there as, as, as oh, out of place yeah. as putting zelda 2 in there or something yeah they could put phantom hourglass and then release that as the 35th zelda thing and then just release skyward sword like uh super mario 3d world well i i want to point out if they did a compilation thing 
yes, it would be very obvious to have both Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks in it, but it was also obvious to have Galaxy 1 and 2 in the Mario version of the same product, and they didn't do that. That's, so, that's big You're facts, right, man. but it would literally kill me because I like Spirit Tracks better. I was your only boat simulator? <laughs> I have a boat simulator. I like Spirit Ooh, Tracks better guys. than Phantom Hourglass. Can We're going to get Boat Simulator, but with Amiibo functionality. Let's Amiibo. go! Pause. Alex, when you Ignore. say you have Boat Simulator, are you referring to Wind Waker, or are you referring to some other kind of boat game? Uh, Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass. Okay, Cooper was asked, asking me if I didn't like Boat Simulator. Yeah, and, and your response was, I, like... I have Boat Simulator. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I answers. Oh. <laughs> I just got a little confused. I want to clear that up. Anyway, yeah. So I'm, I mean, no news to report other than the I thought I said I liked news. it. But whatever. Um, trade recommendations mean nothing. Yeah. So uh, if they meant something, we'd have Earth Mother Three by now. Yeah. True. <laughs> we'd have um, Sony games by now. The Stardew Valley 1.5 update that came out on PC back in December, I believe, is now officially live on all platforms. Um, I thought it was January. It might have been early January. I can't quite remember. Um, but at, at least a month ago, um, Wait, we've talked about. Uh, yeah, we talked about it when it dropped. The start. Um, I have played that some today. I'll talk about it a little in the collector's corner about some of the other things they've added. That's pretty cool. But I still haven't experienced a lot of the end game content they've added because I'm still stuck on some old things that I still haven't <laughs> taken care of that I have to do first. Anyway, that's for collector's corner. Um, so yeah, that's uh up live now on all platforms if you are into that um the kingdom hearts franchise is coming to pc asterisk epic game store uh for full price oh. um you're getting the are uh, getting a keyblade for kingdom hearts 3 through there woo i know big whoop um so yeah if you were really hoping to, for it to come to pc i hope you don't mind the epic game store because um, that's where it's going to be exclusively. It could be or worse. Just... Year. It could be Stadia. <laughs> that's, Stadia! That's not coming to PC. Oh, you mean like, uh, was it Resident Evil 8 that's rumored as Stadia? Yeah. That's yeah. why the Re- well, Suck. Resident Evil games was supposedly it was It was in that leak we talked about in November. Well, but... at least it's not a Stadia exclusive. <laughs> Dude, I can't imagine making a Stadia exclusive. Like, there neither can Google are... apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, um, Persona Five Strikers is offering bonus Basil music if you have save data on your platform. Uh, depends on what you're playing on, but uh, Last Surprise from Persona Five and Takeover from Persona Five Royale are bonus battle music. Uh, if you have the PS4 version. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers, you are required to have save data from either Persona 5 or Persona 5 Royal. Uh, if you have the Switch version of Strikers, you are required to have save data from Smash Ultimate, and you have to own Joker in Smash Ultimate. Uh, and if you're buying the Steam version of Persona 5 Strikers, then you have to beat the game to get the music. Uh, but it is available. Um, it sounds like the PS4 version is the easiest one to get. Um, Switch not far behind that, but it sucks that the Steam... 
Uh, you just have to. You just have to beat the game. Like you don't have any. I was surprised Steam's wasn't. Uh, they didn't link it to Golden since they had just ported it. Yeah, that would be last smart. year. Um, or like, can you get the mu- music from beating the game on the other platforms too? If you don't own that, stuff? I don't know. There's not like much known. Okay, that's. Well, I hope it does I would, because I you think knew... they offer it regardless if you beat the game. Yeah, I knew the. Thing, save data things were in the game uh, when the game came out last year in Japan, but it was only recently that it got announced that we'll also get the save data things. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, bonus music for Persona Five Strikers. When does that game come out? That is coming uh, out in twelve. No, that doesn't make sense. In twelve. Hold on. Got it. <laughs> Hold on. Um. Wait. So. If you have the deluxe, it releases. Uh, I don't. The twenty sixth, you said, Cameron. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's oh, wow. the, if you have, <laughs> if you have the, the uh, deluxe version on PS4, you get it four days early. No, deluxe edition on anything, it releases in three days. Oh. Oh, so the day after this episode goes up. Yeah. Yes. Dang. Do y'all have the deluxe version? Are y'all getting it at all? Uh, Alex has it on PS4. I'm getting it on Switch. Okay. Yeah. So it will come out on the 19th on, uh, for people who have the deluxe version, and then it will come out on the 23rd for everybody else. For yeah. Okay. Um. Well, hopefully you'll have uh a little bit of time to at least get into it a little bit play it yeah yeah at least enough to talk about it next week that'd be cool i hope so um going off of uh kind of the random news here a pokemon concert follow me keep listening with post malone i promise it's almost over is is coming uh in uh just over two weeks from our recording so uh the 27th of february which is the last saturday in february 7 p.m eastern that's all we've got. There's a six-second teaser on Pokemon's Twitter, um, where if you watch it, it is a six-second clip of Post Malone coming out on stage, morphing into a Fortnite character, and then a Pokemon logo. <laughs> um, and I know I'm not really helping it keep the confusion down, but if you watch the teaser, you will know exactly what I mean when I say Fortnite character. Um, further announcements are coming this month. Um, Pokemon week is next week and we will be doing, um, some cool Pokemon discussion for collector's corner next week to celebrate, um, Pokemon week. Um, can't wait to argue with you about why gen three and four are the best again. This is not a debate of the best Pokemon game, but I'm not going to say what it was. If it was, it would be crystal or heart gold and soul silver. Thank you. Um, but it is it is not that debate. It is something else. But you'll have to tune in next week to figure out what it is. Um, and you know we'll also debate which is the best game because we'll probably we can't do. Help ourselves. Yeah, we'll probably devolve into that because we're apes. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there will be Kyoga. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll also. Uh, be sure to mention anything else that comes out of Pokemon. Uh, hopefully some Diamond and Pearl remakes or Let's Go Johto or something, oh, please. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah um all in-person pokemon events speaking of pokemon including the world championships are canceled for this year entirely and are planned to return in 2022 barring any major world disaster um so fingers I hope, crossed yeah so hope you weren't planning on competing in that uh, and if you were wow i'm very oh. i'm very happy that competitive Wait, you are good at that game. This show. what are we gonna talk about next week is it gonna be zelda or pokemon yes yes we're gonna talk about both. zelda's is the next week it's the 21st but, but pokemon is the 27th we'll do both okay We'll figure Welcome it out. to All Night Gamers Podcast, where we talk about scheduling. <laughs> Ocarina, of Time, Ocarina of Time versus Pokemon Platinum. Which is a better game? Uh, <laughs> I'd rather play Ocarina of Time, so I guess that one. Let's uh, see, which one's slower? Platinum. <laughs> and uh, our final piece before... Um, we get into our collector's corner for the week. Mario 3D World is out now. It's finally up upon us. It's among us. Kind of sus. It's I'm sorry. That's so, that's so cringe. Anyway, yeah, Mar Super Mario 3D World uh, among, among us. Um, <laughs> Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is officially plus out. Um, and uh, we're going to kind of discuss a little bit what we thought about it. Um, Cameron, you said you and Alex both have already 100% at it. Bowser's Fury, yes. anyway. Bowser's Fury, Bowser's yeah. Fury, yeah. Um, I would have liked to have gotten some time to uh, play the online, but I'm sure it's very similar to what we played years ago. It's very quick. Yeah. Um, if you're even decent at Mario, you'll beat it very fast. I'm, like, I, I may be like 20 or 25 cat shines into it. Um, I've been you're already fourth of the way through. Yeah, I've trying. I've been putting most of the time I've played the game into Mario 3D World to actually 100% it because I never did that on the Wii U version because I just didn't really care. Um, but now that the movement has been bumped up, I don't find it so tedious anymore. I find it a little bit more. Do fun you feel to play. the considerable speed? Yes, difference? yes, I very much do. It is so noticeable, and it is such a good change. I think it's an amazing improvement. Um, it's not enough where it's like jarring it i've had a couple difficult moments hitting blocks and stuff uh because i play as luigi and his jump is super like woggly um so and i also have a bad habit of just always running holding the run button um which now i have to actively think about because it's pretty fast um mm -hmm. it's not uncontrollably fast but it really has just kind of picks the pace up a little bit um so i've been enjoying it uh much more so far i'm already like uh, almost, I'm at the boss fight of World Three right now. Um, oh, nice! And 25 shines into Bowser's Fury. By the way, Bowser's Fury is just kind of weird. Um, I heard a description that was like, if Mario 3D World is 2D plus 3D Mario, but it's closer to 2D. Bowser's Fury is like the other way around. It's like 2D plus 3D, but there's more 3D stuff in it. Dude, hitting blocks in Bowser's Fury is annoying because <laughs> I keep wanting to treat them like they're supposed to be 2D almost. And then it's like, oh, I missed it. Oh, I missed it again. Yeah, it's a little weird. And the, the Bowser's or like Fury Bowser's mechanic kind of gets old. Um, But I mean, it's fun. Like the, the challenges in it. I also don't like how 
to sometimes like the level requires you to leave the area and then come back to so that it can reset yeah. for the next shine. That is very weird. It's like I've had to find myself getting on uh whatever his name is, the fast swimming dinosaur and Plessy. Plessy, yeah, and then riding to some other area and then triggering that air like jumping on it to register that I'm there. Reloading and back it, yeah. On, going yeah. back to the other area just so that it will when let me do the next shine because he, there's like different stuff that changes in the same linear section so mm-hmm. yeah that becomes easier when you've beat uh, the game one or yeah, fin- yeah when when you hit 50 uh you get the first uh final boss quote unquote and once you do that you can start warping so oh, okay. you can just like one once you start warping if you warp to the same area that you're on, <laughs> it reloads the area, so. And it's you can't collect place. all 100 before anyways, because some are locked to beating the boss once. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not speed running it or anything. I'm kind of taking my time with it, especially since I'm not focusing on one piece of the game. I'm playing both just back and forth. Yeah, the music in Bowser's Fury, though, top notch Nintendo, yeah, pretty good. Um, I also forgot how much I really appreciate basic Mario music, um, especially recently with all the 3D games I've been playing, where like each thing has a pretty wildly different style um, mm-hmm. and sound, and then you just go back to 3D World, and it's just that classic. Jazz music. It's it's appreciate it's appreciative to go back to it. I prefer 3D Lands music to 3D Worlds music, although they're not that different. Um, but 3D Land should have gotten ported. 3D Land is really good, and it should have been. Ported. It's more funky music Very style, sweet. so I appreciate it a bit more. Um, but yeah. Um, also, there's. Um, the pins come out the day this episode comes out, so I hope you registered your card like we told you to, um, because if you don't, you're going to be late, and they're probably not going to have any more. Although, the set one pins are still back in stock right now, last time I checked. What? Um, yeah, oh, I mean, you just have to have a code for them. Yeah, you have to have the code. Like, they made more, um, so that you'll probably, you probably just don't get like what the first batch, but you'll probably still have a chance if it's anything like the first set of pins but um like i said you do have to make sure you register that game if you got it physically if you got it digitally you don't have to worry about it um but you also probably want to get it done by if it is possible to get multiple yeah um so yeah um on wednesday at uh 2 p.m central uh the pins will be going probably a little bit earlier yeah uh, so be sure to be ready for that, um, especially if you're listening to it in the morning that <laughs> this comes out. Um, otherwise, let's just hope there's more in stock and they treat like a, the first pin set where after a bit they bring more in. Um, I'm very excited to get that second set now. I, I'm ready for that sunshine pin. Dude, I'm very I hope much I'm ready for that sunshine not throw pin. me off getting those. <laughs> I want them. I'm sure. I don't fine. think it will. It- I mean, I even if you do get thrown off, I'm I'm fairly confident they'll make more. Um, because they don't want to catch more flack that they do, always do for not making enough things. Well, it'll be interesting. My code for the original pins broke. That is true. So I can't even get them. 
I guess I could go through like the process of explaining to Nintendo how they that it broke, but I don't know. I mean, worth a shot, I guess. Depends on how much you care about those pins. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. Um, also, uh, weekly sales charts for the UK are out, and it shows that not only did Mario 3D World top the charts, um, which usually a Nintendo, Nintendo game does, at least the first week it comes out, mm-hmm. um, but it also sold three times what it did when the Wii U version launched, which is good to see. Um, not surprising, but good to that's see. That's not a lot. I mean, like, three times five is only 15, but... <laughs> um, Oof. Yeah, it kind of hurts, but um, yeah, it it's doing pretty well. I, I'm excited to see uh, sales numbers for the rest of the world, um, and I'm excited to keep playing through it. Uh-huh. I'm very much enjoying it. Um, really, just the speed boost makes everything so much better. I've already had a, a way better time um, just because I can go faster. Um, and with that, we move on to Collector's Corner for the week. Um, so this is the weekly segment where we go around talking about the games we've been playing in the past week, uh, any pickups, if any, uh, any other collector's things. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the infamous theory that blowing on your game cartridges works. Um, or does it? I I have... I know it doesn't physically work, but I swear it does anyway. We'll get into that anyway. Wait, wait. Um, yeah, let's talk. Uh, about Cooper, first. you go first. Wait for what? Collector's <laughs> Yeah, thanks for watching um, the ANG podcast. So. You go first for bra moment. Yeah. <laughs> Getting kicked um, off the it? show. <laughs> um, I'm playing. Not a lot. I've been playing a lot of Heroes, and... Oh, I've been playing a bit of Captain Toad with Haley. But I think that's about it. I need to 100% that game at some point. That's a good game. Alex and I 100% at it. It's still actively being uh, uploaded to the channel. Um, and are we doing the next thing? No, or... we're, no, we'll we'll hit that kind of as a collective at the end. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Alex. All right, I beat thirteen Sentinels. I guess room, like the day after we recorded the last podcast. Is it long? Uh, hold on, I have. My time here. Um, it took me just under thirty hours to hundred uh, percent. When did you get? You must have gotten that like earlier in the previous week or something. No, I've had it was, since that was a Christmas. Christmas gift. Oh, that was a Christmas. Gift. Okay, it's been in the house since October. Okay, that, uh, uh, when you said you got it, first... like, or played just, it. Yeah, you didn't say you got it. You yeah. said you had been playing it okay never mind I, yeah uh i was remembering as if you had said you got it last week and i was like you put 30 hours in that game already i thought you had tests i mean <laughs> look <laughs> like, he, he does have a test that's why he wanted to finish the game <laughs> fair enough yeah most of the time comes from the previous week monday and tuesday was just finishing it up okay is that all you've been playing uh hmm. i guess you play 3d world right 
I played 3D World. Or not 3D World. Bowser's I played Bowser's Fury. Fury as a break. Okay. And it didn't take long. Six, but it was pretty six hours is kind of a high estimate, I feel like. I'm just glad they didn't try to sell it as like a standalone thing. Do that. Well, if they did, people would complain on the next Mario game if they'd sold it for like twenty. They'd be like, "Well, you sold the last Mario game for twenty dollars," which is exactly why they just included it in the port. Yeah. Well, because I mean, to be fair, Bowser's Fury is a twenty dollar value. So. Yeah, I mean, it's has almost as many stars as. Uh, Sunshine and 64, but they're not as spread out. Yeah, but like... It's a lot there's faster. A lot, there's, that's not fair to compare, you know, number of shines directly. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a lot easier to get them. I, I feel like... The... Nintendo kind of has this thing where it's... It would be about a 20... 25-ish dollar value... For about six to seven hours, if you're average at the game. The thing is, I'm not average at Mario, so. Yeah. Um, Mayo. Uh, Skyrim binge still going strong. I've unfortunately had a uh, a, like an eye strain, migraine for the past few days, so I'm. I'm still gaming, but it's to my own detriment. You gotta but get you it's, some of those blue light glasses, bro. I have them. They're built into my prescription ones. It oh, makes really? me look oh, like a like cool. a. No, it's not. It because I have that and the transition lenses, which makes me look like an anime protagonist whenever I go out in the sun because my glasses <laughs> uh, are so reflective. Uh, I see. Uh, uh, Real life anime girls are possible. I just have that has two nothing sets to of do glasses. With any of that. One that's sunglasses and one that's regular glasses. I want to get like a separate one now that I've realized that my glasses have this stupid purple tint. But yeah, it's it's just not been doing much. I think it's a combination of me having to be online a lot for classes and for studying for my certification and stuff, and then also gaming and my desk being tiny like i assume my monitor is maybe a few inches too close to my face so it's highly probable i probably just have to work on that but anyway the skyrim binge is going well when i can play it i've been playing a lot of magic arena um this is the first time that i've gotten in kind of early on one of the ranked seasons and i'm doing well i'm in <clears throat> silver tier one for the first time usually i can't make it past like silver tier four I'm using a deck that I like, so I'm hoping I can reach Platinum at least. Um, and then my usual little anecdote for, uh, you know, non-video game gaming, uh, I've been able to find some time to do D&D stuff. I've actually been able to find some time to paint some 40k stuff, which has been a long time coming, because I've got a very big pile of shame on my desk right now. But... I was able to pick up that the could, free minis. Man, mayo, that could be a lot of things. <laughs> that it could be. Um, I I realize if no one watching this is in the sort of miniature wargaming community, that could sound like a lot of things, but I promise it's a colloquial term that just means a bunch of unpainted or primed stuff on your table. Okay. Um, I promise it's a term. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm actually working on 
some some dudes right now. Um, but I'm I'm slowly catching up. So yeah, that's about it. Not too many video games though, unfortunately. Oh, uh, an interesting thing did happen. So we had a uh, Minecraft server. Mary and I did with some of our uh, our other friend group. And we all hadn't been on it in a while, even though we had put a lot of work into it. So the person who was paying for the the realm uh, was saying, like, hey, I'm going to deactivate the realm. But then immediately everyone just, like, begged him to save the world file. (laughs) So that is saved for posterity if we ever come back to it, which is pretty cool. Because that was the the most progress I think Mary and I have ever made on a group Minecraft server. Yeah, but um, yeah, if I recall group correctly, Minecraft. Um, it wasn't the one that we did. Um, on this server, but I did one with Dakota, and I remember that the only thing he did was planted the berry bushes. I don't know what what the <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of berry it is, but they have like thorns. So when you walk in them, you get hurt. Yeah, the the holly bushes. Yeah, yeah, and he just planted those everywhere. So it was like a death maze nice. in the base. Group <laughs> <laughs> um, Minecraft servers are hard because you always have that one person who gets really far ahead of everybody. Well, I feel like yeah. that's the problem with most multiplayer games where you're not required to play all at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man, you remember that one freshman year when we got all of us got super mad at Greg, so we griefed the hell out of his base. Yeah, we planted that big old tree. <laughs> Dude, that was that was uh, oh, that was such a good meme. Classic um, gamer moment. Yeah. Pro gamer move. <laughs> Plant big tree inside dumb person base. Um, Brilliant. What was his base made out of? Dirt. It was underground, from what I remember. Yeah, it was like a few oh, levels underground, um, and it was just massively expansive. With so you just planted so we, a tree? No, we had a we had a mod installed where you could plant like a certain pattern of saplings, and they would grow into like a ten by ten tree. <laughs> So oh. we grew that tree in his, in his base. Right in the lobby to it. Like he, I think he had a skylight, and we just mined down and then did the tree thing, and it just... There's a big tree coming out of the ground now. Oh, dude, he was so mad. Um, all right, well, Cameron? Okay, let's see. I have played Persona 3. I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to play that with work. Uh I finished Tokyo Mirage Sessions, finally. Only took, you know, the Switch release and our original playthrough, or starting of a playthrough on All Night Gamers for me to get anywhere with it. Uh, it's like a 40-hour game. It's not, not bad. Well, glad you finally beat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Bowser's Fury, which definitely recommend especially if you haven't played 3d world it's a nice little two for one um i got the uh target pre-order pickup in store 
bonus, whatever you want to call it, uh, for bottle. 3D World. Yeah, it's a water bottle. It's nice. And I found one of my uh, gaming shirts that I haven't seen in two years. So. Hey, I'm wearing my Al Delfino shirt right now that I just recently found. Nice. Speaking of. Jealous. It's a good. I like the Al Delfino shirt. It's a great shirt. Yeah. Um. I don't enjoy wearing the Splatoon shirts because that like big, just print on the front on the front makes it so unbreathable. At least um, it isn't as bad as our uh, uh, middle school shirts where they were like completely like fully printed all over, so it would be like the hottest shirt, and they wanted us to wear them a lot. Yeah, yeah. Bad times. Um, School's just a bad time. Yeah. Imagine having a black band uniform during hundred degree summers. We did. We we had. Hey, we had wool outfits until senior year. So yeah, actually, we did. Yeah, yeah, so we we are on that. We feel you. We feel you on that. We we definitely feel you on that. Cooper just had black uniforms this whole time. Yeah, but at least they're a lot lighter than what we wore. Yeah, they're not like twenty five (laughs) pounds. Right. Um. That's true. So, let's see. Um, so I bought a lot of games last week for my personal birthday splurge, and I got Namco Museum Volume Three, Pac-Man World One, and Cubert on PS One. They made a 3D remake of Cubert, which I learned when I bought it. I was like, I have to play this. I was gonna check that. Um. And then I got Rayman Legends on Wii U. I got Scribblenauts for DS, P- uh, Picross 3D, which um, you see all these like mobile game ads now for like essentially Picross, where like you get numbers on the side and you have to figure out which blocks are needed and which blocks aren't to make puzzles. That's essentially Picross. I had no idea they were ripping off Picross this entire time until I played Picross 3D. I was like, oh, that's it's just a rip off of that. Um, very good 90% game. of people can't solve this level, can't get past level 5. I can't figure out the the this grid. And then for some reason they somehow make the ad sexual. <laughs> True. <laughs> Nintendo still does pick cross games, though. I think it's been a while. Yeah, it has well, been a I while. Mean, the they one also I got was still on do Age, and that just never released here for this one. Um, but it is a incredibly good puzzle game and it's so much nice to enjoy when it's not a mobile game filled with ads um yeah i've been playing a good bit of that in between apex waiting lobbies um a lot of apex season um and the new event which i finally got the skin for yesterday for the spitfire and holy crap is that a awesome skin oh yeah i've been playing apex with grant it's that that whole event was yeah. Nice. Um and Mayo you mentioned you mentioned ranked. We had been doing ranked and I, am I think bad. I mentioned this before the show. Yeah, so Oh my gosh, I am so bad at ranked. <laughs> um the ranked thing in uh, Apex is you start in bronze and then it's silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, and then if you're top, one of the top 500 players in the game, you get Apex Predator. Um, which is incredibly difficult to do because every time that we've tried to do ranked, we get to platinum and then we don't go anywhere. Um, yeah. So that sounds about right. Um, Dude, I, I'm going to be interested if with how many people are continuously joining Apex, if they 
increase the number of predators just a smidge. No. I mean, you're probably right. They won't, but it's kind of hard to be top 500 when you got over a million players. Yeah. Well, well, interestingly, I was I was thinking about this. I mean, I, I don't know if Magic Arena has as many players as Apex. I, I would assume it doesn't. But the ranks in ranked for Magic Arena are bronze, silver, gold, platinum, and then mythic. Like it just skips to the best one, and there's no diamond rank. And then I don't, I don't think they have a specific like top 500 in the world type deal. So I wonder what the point is, because I'm sure it's established through games like League and Overwatch, where it's like, okay, if you have X amount of users, you need X amount of ranks with this distribution. And I wonder what that is. Um, probably Kai Square. Okay, um, there's several different distributions you can use. I would guess Kai Squared, but um, just it just depends on how you want to set it up. Right. Um, I do know that Apex Predators are terrifying people, and. Mm. Um, when you jump out of the jump ship, if you have been a predator in any season of Apex, you have a special dive trail that looks like lightning. Um, so when you see those people landing, you know not to land with them because <laughs> yeah. you will. Most Do you certainly have that die. trail? No. no. Do I? Have I ever? What been... part of we get stuck in platinum? Did you miss? <laughs> I say. Do you want that trail? To... Um, For April Fool's Day, they should change that to fart. I mean, I rest my case. <laughs> you mean you mean the dive trail? Yeah, mic drop. That's it. That's, I'm out. That's pretty much Caustic's battle pass thing on his dive trail. He's just he just farts. There's, I'm just imagining one... a hero having like like a poop trail. Now. You should you should look up Caustic gas trap. But there's a there's a taunt that he does when he dives out where you can he'll open a gas trap. And then and sat, it. saddle it like a horse and ride it and like kick it like he has bridles and it'll it'll fart. It won't make a noise. Like it'll shoot out gas like it normally does, but it's pretty much just a fart trail. Um, what I what would I call that? Caustic caustic gas trap apex. Um, it's like. But how do I how do I find someone doing the the trail? Um, I'll I'll send it to you later. Um, okay, thank you. And so. Does blowing on cartridges do anything? I swear, I know. Look, I've done, I've watched so many collector videos. I've watched so many YouTube videos of like how to properly maintain old hardware, how to clean it. If it's not working, don't blow on it because it's bad for the contacts. I, I get it. But I swear, well, it, it every works. time, well, the thing is, what's really frustrating is like, it, this ha it's most common on my, on my N64. I'll like pull out something and I'll, put it in and it doesn't work and I'll pull out a couple times and if it doesn't work after like the fifth time I'm like okay the contacts probably need to be cleaned so I'll quick clean it with a q-tip and some alcohol and let it dry and then do it back in and it doesn't work and I try it like five more times it doesn't work I blow on it one time and it works you can't tell me that it doesn't work I do all the things that everyone's like well, you shouldn't blow on your cartridges and do you blow on it or do you use compressed air I blow on it Compressed air doesn't do it either. I've trusted this too. This is so frustrating. Why? I agree with you like a hundred percent. I'm like I should use compressed air, but it doesn't work. <laughs> it's just something about the moisture in your breath that fixes a cartridge. 
Yeah, moisture on an electric circuit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I get. Yeah. I totally get it. It's but, bad for contacts. But the saliva is corrosive. If it works, then uh, there's gotta be something, right? I mean, like no, when wait. I first heard it, and I like cleaned my contacts, like my games worked more often without me needing to try multiple times. But like, if it doesn't, blowing fixes it. Maybe it's time to just take it apart completely and just do a deep clean. I yeah, do that I... with every console I buy, bro. I deep <laughs> Not the clean... console, the game. I... And the games, too. Every piece of retro hardware I buy, I test it to make sure it works and that I didn't get ripped off. And then after that, I take it apart. I check if the battery's dead. I replace the battery if it needs to be replaced. I clean the contacts. I clean the whole freaking board. I clean the inside of the case. I make sure there's no dust. I It's pristine. I make sure every game I buy is pristine after I buy it because I'm very OCD about these things. And it still doesn't work until I spit on it, basically. like <laughs> It's one step away from spitting on the contacts. <laughs> until you lick the cartridge? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I figured it out. Obviously, Grant, you have electric fit. And that's what causes it to work. Uh, okay. That must be it. Grant needs yeah. to go on my strange addiction for blowing cartridges. <laughs> I don't I do it for pleasure. Blow. I cringe a little bit every time I do it, but it works. I'll offer a counterpoint. So, yes, it, it does work for me sometimes. Blowing the cartridge sometimes works. But, and this this may be because my first experience with a vintage game console was two NESs that were very out of shape and past their prime. And the games with them were of similar condition. Um, and it, I think at the time I was watching Angry Video Game Nerd, and he made a video talking about, like, yeah, the blowing thing sometimes works even though it shouldn't, but what you should really do is the isopropyl alcohol on the Q-tip on the contacts. And I did that, and it worked more in that scenario than the blowing on the cartridges did, so now I just default to that instead. And I'll sometimes blow in the cartridge for the heck of it if, if that doesn't work, but I'd say maybe 8 times out of 10 if I'm in that scenario, it won't work anyway even if I blow in it. Yeah, well, okay, first off, the NES is a special condition because those the pin system in that is a bad design and they wear out over time. So you either have to take it out and do something weird like boil it, which I'm not going to explain why you do that, but the like the pins get bent and you have to bend them back. Well, I, I will short. say the same um, scenario that I just recounted is the same um, – it's the same protocol that I follow with SNES stuff, and then I don't own an N64 or a Dreamcast or a Saturn or whatever. Oh, I don't own any other cartridges. Oh, well, you get bro. The I point. just caught I you in 4K, bro. We, we just caught you in solid 4K, <laughs> 60 frames. Um, but yeah, I, well, see, the thing is, I don't have this problem a lot with SNES stuff. N64 gives me a huge pain. NES doesn't really give me a pain ever since I replaced the pin connectors in the console with like a new set. It's just N64 really really doesn't want to work. Um, sometimes I get lucky and it works for a shot, and that's really impressive. That's like winning the lottery. Um, I just don't know what it is. There's something more to this that I don't know. 
like electronics are hard to understand well yes but based on my my collegiate career of electronics you don't spit on it (laughs) that's the one thing there's one thing i learned not to do to your electronics is to spit on it especially if it's vintage hardware you're trying to keep very nice sounds like you're wrong though grant based on anacetyl evidence where uh, it works. <laughs> yeah, looking at the anesthetic. I here. have said probably in every week that don't ask me for pronunciations. Look, I I'm not going to correct you. Ever. I'm just going to repeat what you said because it's funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> huh, okay. I know what uh, word I'm thinking of. I can't give you it correctly, though. Anecdotal? Yes. Antecedal. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's so good. Okay, well, I feel a little better now that I've gotten this problem out of my head. Um, but it's like every video I've ever watched on like collectors and like I, I, there's a lot of YouTubers I watch that like own game stores, uh, like in Seattle or Long Island or something, and they talk about you know like if your game doesn't work, like don't blow on it. Like if it doesn't work, then obviously means you just need to clean your contacts. And they like show other products to do it, and they say you can, like you can just do use a Q-tip and some alcohol. It always works. No, it doesn't. It's not. Um, that's a great time for an awkward silence. Moving on to our tidbits. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Oh, he's mad. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm a little heated. Does blowing on carts actually do anything? The Grant rant. <laughs> Co- Cooper, go ahead, Mr. <laughs> viewers. Okay, let me scroll. To, okay. Um, so we got a hero resist results, and um, uh, Saros Lynn. Oh. Saros, <laughs> Duo Win, Legendary Dimitri, Freya, Legendary Korn, Brave Edelgard, uh, Duo Byleth, and Duo Mikaya will be in a voting gauntlet. And the top four for that voting gauntlet will be on the banner. And first place for that voting gauntlet will be given free to everyone. So great time to join, Mayo and Grant. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say. Wayne says uh, hard no. Yeah, hard no. <laughs> Dang. Um, we got new heroes enduring legacy, including Amand, Aranis, Azel, Lex, who's going to be the four-star demo, and the Thorba, who's going to be the grand hero battle unit. And our next resplendent unit will be Wing Princess Tana, who who is a normal five-star locked unit, and will you know now be given our ten dollars. Did, did you say Woo! Wing Princess? Yeah, Winged Princess. Is she Buffalo style? <laughs> boneless Fire Emblem? Can I get a Boneless Wing Princess? On God? <laughs> no cap? For real. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's it. You know, I... No cap on God, once again. I know nothing about Fire Emblem besides... The characters in Smash, and that it's an RPG, and that Three Houses was apparently a good game. I know nothing besides those things, and I realize that my nerdy interests they they spread a decent amount of range. You know, I, I know some stuff about 40k. I know some stuff about magic. I know some stuff about comics and movies and video games and you all know that stuff. Some stuff about magic. <laughs> Some stuff, but I'm just <laughs> Look, saying. Like I have, I have this this wide range of knowledge, but Fire Emblem is one of the 
the main video game things that can humble me at any waking moment and remind me that I don't know anything about it. Like, this is the same thing where if I were to just spout out magic card names to you guys, or if I were to spout off Pokemon names to my mom or something. Yeah. Like, um, Kim, hmm, yes, we and princess. Um, you and uh, Ethan, when y'all were talking about magic stuff, there's not very many things in the world of video games or like gaming in general that sound foreign to me like i don't understand like i i get it all but when y'all were talking you can just spit out these names and i like it was literally like chinese like there's very it's like very similar like you said to trying to describe what an ethernet cable is to my mother right (laughs) um yeah and i think you've said you've you've said that same thing on a previous week about like how you just don't get fire emblem and i've said that several times as well like cooper says all this stuff and i just have no idea what it means <laughs> i don't think heroes should be what you base like knowledge off of though yeah i know but like even like the mechanics in there are just like like i'm getting a a, a wing princess e- demote what <laughs> uh <laughs> um no she's going to be there's a subscription service that you see. Uh, Faypass? Faypass, yeah. <laughs> you, have to pay, you have to pay money to get Fay boneless. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, $10 a month. Gross. Um, yeah. Well, okay, moving on uh, with the rest of the tidbits. Um, Apex Legends two-year anniversary is going on now. We've been playing some of it. Um, it's basically regular mode, except you spawn with a full set of white level gear. And then the only stuff that spawns in the game that is white level is, uh, 1x sites for guns. Everything else that spawns is blue level or higher. Um, so it just means like lots of purple armor everywhere, lots of gold guns everywhere. Um, and care packages now have a like solid chance of dropping with gold in Mozambiques, and that is probably some of the most anger you'll see out of me uh, in gaming today. Is when I risk my life to go get this care package, hoping for a Kraber or Prowler or something, and I get a golden Mozambique. But yeah, what that's going on right now. Um, ranked, you're just upset. I feel like. Well, yeah, but that's for a totally different set of reasons. Um, so that's going on for like another week and a few days or so by the time this episode goes live, but like just over a week. It's, a, it's, a, it's about a week. Yeah. Um, and if you get five, if you get five thousand points in the event, which is not that hard to do, um, you get five. a really Holy sick God. Spitfire skin um, that is hard to and compete two with. Two free uh anniversary apex packs yeah which and are you get solid. a pretty sick anniversary hollow to hollow spray and you also get a pretty cool r99 skin it's not as cool as my uh, gold skin but um it is decently cool anyway um star wars republic commandos was leaked for switch i have i'm so out of touch with star wars games can someone help me here it's old that's all i know about it it's old got it it's like it's like that pod racing game that's on the eShop. It's just it's like uh, forever ago. It's popular though, so people are excited. Okay, is it like a remake or is it just a no? It's port, it's like, like a the port. original game. Okay, yeah. Yes, the original. Um, breaking news: Cameron is bad. 
and, and wrong. Um, so Got the the Mario themed Nintendo Switch that came out alongside Super Mario 3D World um, has red Joy Cons because it's Mario themed, but the color of the Joy Cons is different than both the neon red Joy Con and the Mario Joy Con from Mario Odyssey. So How now, many shades of red can they make? <laughs> so now there are, three, there are three shades of red Joy Cons that you can have now. And as far as I know, you can't buy these outside of buying the console. I have yet to see the console in stores. I've only been to one I've store seen, since. I've seen, least, uh, but... I've seen some posts online of people seeing it in the wild. Um, the year is 2077. Nintendo chose to sink all of their money into making the Switch their eternal console, and now we just get updated versions of it. We have Switch phones now. Nintendo, every three months picks a random hexadecimal value for a red color and releases Joy-Cons of that color. There are 2,700 red Joy-Cons. That's a Cyberpunk 2077 that I'd play. (laughs) Um, Wake up, Rockstar. It's time for you to have H25578 value Joy-Con. <laughs> uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. Uh, is coming to Switch on March 12th. Yay. Um, for people who saw Crash Bandicoot 3 come out on PlayStation 1 or like, you know, when's there going to be a Crash 4? Well, now there's a Crash 4 on Switch. Uh, it's already out on other platforms already for a while, but um, it is coming to Switch March 12th if you're okay. into that. Um, it's a new, it's you were a new gonna, developer and stuff. So that you were gonna make a joke about how there's already a fourth one, and it came out a long time ago. Yeah, um, I always thought the Wrath of Cortex was the fourth one, but apparently I'm wrong. Um, it's like a continuation of the original trilogy, as far as I can tell. Gotcha. Um, PlayStation 5 DualSense controllers are apparently drifting, just like Joy-Con controllers. Um, of course they are. A uh, class action lawsuit is already uh, in the works um, right now. Apparently a ton of people have, enough people have been having issues with this where they were a, uh, I can't, uh, like an attorney company, uh, something, has uh, started a class action lawsuit. They have a thing up online now where you can go and enter in your information and your problems with the drifting if you have been experiencing them. I'm very happy that I haven't experienced any drift. Um, but that's a lot faster than the drift first showed up on uh, Joy-Cons. Yeah, it reminds me, I never got my Pro Controller drift fixed. Oh. That happened like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. It's still free. Well, yeah, I know. I just, I delayed it because I was like, eh, start of the pandemic, I know that they already have stuff like their their uh, workload is piled up, so I'm just not gonna send it in. Yeah, that, that's the same deal with Haley's uh, Disney Zoom Zooms uh, Joy-Con because those are drifting. Those are drifting. Dang. Not the Zoom Zooms. Not the Zoom Zooms. <laughs> I can't say it's a smart idea to want to send special Joy-Con to get fixed. You never know what you're gonna get back. Right. I mean, I would hope yours. At least we're in America, where we have a decent Nintendo self-help um, instead would, of Europe, would... where it's like guaranteed bad. Go away, loser. 
<laughs> they are they will send you the original hardware back like uh, at least the shell like they they won't like replace your rare joy-con with a set of gray joy-con or something um, i was worried about that because when i got my pokemon switch light out of the box and it was drifting i was like are you just gonna slap a black joy like a, a joystick in there like half the, <laughs> half of the special edition was the fact that one stick was red, one stick was blue for Sword and Shield. Like, are you just going to slap a black one in there? And they're like, no, we won't do that. So they do have, like, they they certainly won't do that, um, because they would that would that would incur a lot of issues. So many people would be upset. Um, yeah, like if you sent in your ultra rare Joy-Con. Like, imagine if your Labo Joy-Con was drifting, so you sent it into the Nintendo, and they're like, well, that sucks. Here's some gray ones. <laughs> Imagine being the person that won that. I know. Right? Having drift. I actually will. So I'd be so mad. Um. So, like we mentioned earlier, um, Pokemon Week is next week. Maybe there will be a direct or something. I really hope there is. Um, because it's about time. Crash Four. It's about time. <laughs> um, it's Pokemon. It's about time. Just because Diamond and Pearl are getting remade, boys. You just have to believe every week there will be a direct, and then when there is a direct, we're right. So, guys, there will be a direct next week. You heard it here first on all night <laughs> games. Last week, wait a minute. We <laughs> <laughs> um, are leakers now. So, but if yeah. we do end up being right about it, tweet at Nintendo of America <laughs> and directly at Reggie and say we were right about it first. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love that. Um. <laughs> So Pokemon Day is February 24th, which is next Wednesday, which is when episode 27 of this show will be coming out. Um, and so we're just calling that whole next week Pokemon Week. So we might not be able to talk about it because it'll come. It, they might do like a thing on that Wednesday. Um, but at some point we will talk about it if anything happens, I promise. So that's um, when Pokemon Day is. And Pokemon Sleep has been canceled. <laughs> Wait, Pokemon are you serious? Nice confirmed? We've, we've <laughs> never had Pokemon Sleep talked about since that uh, investors meeting or whatever it was like I'm three years ago. Assuming so, uh, it got nixed. No. There's a Look, Pokemon Company, if it's not Pokemon Go, then you never hear any news about it. I, just I don't know why. I just can't wait for... Uh... Pokemon taxis to come out. New Pokemon <laughs> Snap took so long for them to actually acknowledge. They were just kind of like, okay. Pokemon sure. Turbo Tax. Pokemon Microwave My Day Old Burrito. Like, just mundane <laughs> tasks. Pokemon Pokemon Pump Gas. Um, the Okay, so the developer Grezzo who is responsible for the Leaks Awakening remake on Nintendo Switch. Um, they also did the 3DS remakes um, of Ocarina of Time, or quote, remakes of uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and I think some others as well. Uh, they are hiring designers now for a, quote, medieval-style game, which is heavily rumored to be related to Breath of the Wild 2. Um, one of the positions is a programming position, and the other one is, like, a UI designer, um, which... If it is for Breath of the Wild 2, that's a, and it's expected to come out this year, that's a little late to hire a UI designer, don't you think? Just no. Midge. Um, We've seen like Nintendo and other companies change UIs at last minute, though. That's very true. 
Yeah, or it could be for like a specific feature. I don't know. Well, you'd think they'd just use pretty much the same UI for Breath of the Wild 1, maybe just with a little, with some you this know, is quality of life features they added. Or something. They, they can't do it the easy way. Yeah. But the there's no, there's no confirming that this is for a Zelda game. It's just they can't say it's for a Zelda game because um, right. Nintendo will be upset. Uh, they have to say something bland. And, and as bland as you can go for Breath of the Wild is, quote, medieval style. So It's Fire Emblem. Get ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we have a quick thing here for Animal Crossing's festival event that we mentioned that happened... Uh, as of this recording, right. yeah, on the 15th. Yeah, it was so two days ago, you know, as of when this recording is uploaded. Uh, bad. Shocker. <laughs> it's okay. Shocker. Uh, it is not okay. This is hands down the worst holiday they've added to this game. Like, so you, with Pave, you're supposed to get 10 items. Nine of them you can buy at the Nookling shop before the event. But you still have to get all nine of the items from Pave in order to get the one exclusive item. Just, why would uh, you design yeah. it like this? I didn't know it had that. See, I haven't played it. Um, well, that certainly was short. It's bad. <laughs> it's you heard bad. it here first. <laughs> um, Capcom insiders have backed up the previous claims that have come out of Switch-focused Resident Evil Revelations 3 release. So there's a Resident Evil Revelations huh. 3 in the works? Supposedly. For the Switch-focused. That sounds so hard to believe. I'm Capcom has always had a really good re relationship with Nintendo. Them. Maybe the two ports did incredibly well on the Switch, and they're like, oh boy, we could just make Resident Evil Amiibo? Please no. Probably not. But I depending on not. which character they did, it would be so... Some of them... Lady it depends. If it's like a anybody? brand new character, okay, it probably wouldn't do well. But if it's like Chris or Leon, Claire, or Jill, you wouldn't be able to find that, dude. It'd be like Solaire. Yeah. Um, Lady Dimitrescu that. amiibo. Uh, well, if A got ported to the, <laughs> the Switch, <laughs> yeah. Look, 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 look it, will, it will just be on your Switch is on. Your Switch like is a... on fire. But you get nah, Amiibo on uh, something cloud. in Japan. It runs yeah, on the cloud. cloud in Japan. Right, that's what they can do for a cloud, but Japanese exclusive. <laughs> Final so. Fantasy and Resident Evil confirmed? <laughs> Japan only. Um, Japan only. <laughs> Got it! So we, we solved it. Okay, so on to the finishing stuff. Um, so we have some more Nintendo Switch games that have been leaked because they have been officially rated for the Switch. Um, Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney Chronicles, which we already talked about from that major Capcom leak that uh, happened a while back. Uh, so that has now been rated for Switch. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands has been rated for Switch. 
um, Secret Neighbor, which is the sequel to Hello Neighbor, um, and Snow Runner, which if I have it correct, Snow Runner is like an Ice Road Truckers game. It's not themed around Ice Road Truckers, the show, but... Um, oh, man. It's Lame. a... Um, Snow Runner is a 2020 off-roading simulation video game, but like the main photos of Snow Runner is like an 18-wheeler carrying like Going 75 on. pipes on a trailer driving up a hill in the snow, followed by a Hummer. Right, you figured out the game. Yeah, so um, just like driving a bunch of jacked out stuff in terrible weather one it seems so that's coming to switch too um but it's nice to see that ac attorney ace attorney chronicles thing has been rated now so we do know that's actually coming relatively soon being um, called chronicles is so weird yeah true and uh to i just you go ahead. i just remembered a thing that i should have added to the finishing topics and i don't remember if we've talked about this recently sorry to interject um you know the Borderlands movie? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a thing? Did you see who just I got cast? I do now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who? Jack right, Black yeah. is going to play Claptrap. Yeah, that was I did after... see something about that. Yeah. That, that was announced after the podcast last week. Yeah. yeah I, I hadn't even known that it was a movie. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about Kevin Hart as Roland, but the other casting choices are pretty good. <laughs> Um, Depends Jack, if you are on a movie. Jack Black hmm. is has really become whack. I'm sorry for the rhyme, um, <laughs> but I saw he put a video on his Instagram the other day where it's like crack of dawn, like the sun is rising. It is barely like breached the horizon, and he comes out to his pool because of course he has one, and his and pool. his big frame with a speedo. Um, I'll just let you picture that. Curse. I, I apologize I for that. that. Um, you should and, be. And then he has, um, he he has a towel that he throws off to the side, and then his other hand he has a stalk of, or not a stalk of corn, but a piece of corn on the cob. <laughs> and he's like, "This is what I do every morning. Crack of dawn, I get in the jacuzzi, corn on the cob." We're already and, beyond curse. Heck yeah, and then dude. And he proceeds to get in the pool, which I guess he calls the jacuzzi, but it was definitely a It was not a jacuzzi. It was a pool that he got into with corn on the cob so he could eat corn on the cob. Yeah, I mean, chlorine like, cob. <laughs> chlorine cob. Well, he didn't dip it in the water. Like, he's not eating it underwater, but, like... Okay, now you're getting corn in the pool, which I guess is not a problem to him because he probably just pays people to clean the pool. Um, although, if you were that person and you saw, like, chunks of corn in the pool, like, dude, what are you doing in your pool? And he's like, You know, I think that if I signed morning, up to be Jack Black's housekeeper, I'd expect it. And he's like, True. every morning. And I'm sure he was just doing that for comedic effect, but... I would not doubt that that man wakes up at like six in the morning every day and to jump in the and grabs a, <laughs> uh, a leftover piece of corn on the cob and, and smunch on it in the jacuzzi. 
so. cool. <laughs> Before we got on this topic, I was actually going to comment on the Kevin Hart being cast thing. Um, it depends on how he plays the role. If it's just him making short jokes, <laughs> then great. That, yeah. That's about what I expect from him, but I feel like he could actually play the role well. What if he does I uh, think... an American Express ad like he's been doing the commercials? Or is it Capital One or something? I don't know. Whatever. One of those I credit thought, cards. Or I feel like going forward, and I, I don't know when the Borderlands movie is coming out, but I'm very hyped for, and it's because I've been reading the book in preparation for a board game, don't judge, for the Dune movie. And the one casting choice in there that I think is... Not exactly the same as Kevin Hart being cast as a character as as serious and as faceted as uh, Roland, but Jason Momoa being cast as Duncan Idaho in Dune, you know that's more of a nuanced role than you know Aquaman or Cal Drogo in Game of Thrones, because even though Dune is like a it's a sci-fi action thing, it's more about the intrigue of these like warring families which makes it sort of like game of thrones in some respects but it's not the type of thing where if you were like yeah it's the guy who plays aquaman he's great at action movies it's not the kind of thing where a person like that would automatically succeed so i feel like going forward if he does well in that that may be the new standard for like hey this is an actor adapting to something that's a little bit out of their wheelhouse and it's it's not like that hasn't happened before with like jim carrey's serious movies or whatever for lack of a better example that I can pull out of thin air, but I don't know. I hope he does fine, because Borderlands, I think, is one of those few early 2010s gaming franchises that I think could really work as a film. And with that... Agreed. Okay. So, on to the question that we teased. Here's Here's the line. You get to pick a game... To survive 24 hours worth of gameplay in. Anything you obtain in that 24 hours of gameplay, you can keep. What game and why? Okay. I I have one question about the, the scenario. Does gameplay count being able to quick save? As in you can't die? Like you, can, as if, in, if you were about to die, or if you died, you can reload a save. Is that your yes. question? Yes. Um, for the purposes of this discussion, I'd say no. Okay, die in the game, die in real life. Rules. Yeah, so it's yes. high risk, high reward kind of thing. If there's a game that has a lot of good stuff in it, but there's also really hard, like you could probably die. That's like, that's the risk of all. Because if you could quick save, then. Like that's just cheating. Yeah, it, it's surviving, but it's certainly not surviving. Yeah, yeah survive twenty four hours of gameplay and not like you know, like quick save a million times. Um, so like twenty four hours of continuous unsaved gameplay, I would say. Okay. We discussed this. You're the protagonist of whatever the game is, right? So you have like the powers that they would usually have. Yes. Oh yeah, you can't just hey, be some yo, side characters. I got it. Superman sixty four. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've already lost. 
That's a real, okay, here's another thing. That's here's a, a real ringer of an you answer. Here's a question. You don't get his powers. Yeah, I, I was going to ask. By anything you obtain, does that mean if you obtain powers that the protagonist obtains, do you do you keep those powers? And I, I would say, say no. no for that. I would say yeah, no. if they get it if during the game, during yes. the game, yes. But if you start with it like Superman, no. Like if you mm-hmm. if you choose Skyrim, you keep the shouts that you receive. Right. Yeah. If you can get to them in 24 hours, I think you can. I, I mean, there's people who beat the game in like 40 minutes. That's not the same thing. Though. Oh crap. Hey, using plates to warp through walls is still gameplay. <laughs> yeah, but true, but would you want to beat the game in that time, or would you rather just spend time looting? No, I'd spend time looting, it's just I could use that to bypass danger or to, like, take advantage <laughs> of the time limit. Okay, yeah, I'm not saying that my answer is Skyrim, I'm just saying that a game with glitches that you can take advantage of gets a lot of points in this scenario that that is true um i i thought about this on the way from work uh i would not pick animal crossing um because if i pick new leaf or new horizons 24 hours is not really enough you're starting from the beginning a lot of stuff yeah you're starting from the beginning even if if you're not even if you're like skipping to get more uh, content in in that 24 hour span, you're still not going to really be able to collect everything, especially in New Horizons. And if you look at say the original or Wild World, there's not as much cool stuff that you can obtain in that time. It it's too dependent on R and G me to go yeah that's a smart idea i mean the i feel like the coolest thing you could get from the original is uh an nes that plays one game (laughs) exactly (laughs) um nearly if you could get a lot of cool junk so could you in city folk but not in 24 hours exactly that that's the problem animal crossing is not a game you can just collect everything Okay, so so I want to I want to prompt this. So if I chose Stardew Valley, yes, does that mean I get a farm? Because I I ob- you I technically obtain it. Uh, you gain the farm after the intro cutscene. I or well during the intro cutscene, kind of. So, I but where would Stardew Valley be? So. What my point is, okay, one, do I get the farm? The answer seems to be yes. Two, is yes. It, does it turn into a real-life farm with all of the yeah. bonuses that come with it? Or do I get a farm that is in a real-life town that is similar to Stardew Valley? I like, think that you you get the farm, right? But all of the, you know minutia legally of owning a farm sort of gets glossed over in Stardew Valley because that like you know applying for subsidies doesn't make for fun gameplay so you would have to apply for the same subsidies and clear all the debris on it in real life and it comes down to if you'd want to do all that work in real life or in the game well Well, well, if you did the work in the 24 hours if if you clear it it would depend on how far you get in that 24 hours 
if it's different on if it's your first play like if you forget everything you know about the game when starting or if you go into this 24 hours already knowing everything because if i go if i went into it now i could get very far in 24 hours but if i was starting like i was my first playthrough i would not have a lot of stuff but like my vote is that stardew valley was going to become a real place i don't know where it would be but that's what um, it's gonna be because it's kind of hard to deal with like some of the minuscences of it if it isn't just real. It's a thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I wouldn't mind owning a farm, especially if I already had it kind of set up by the time I was done. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the money was it transferred over to to where like I could just grow a massive empire, uh, based on a relatively small amount of crop, <laughs> then. That'd be awesome, and also you could you could do a lot of mining in that time. You could just get a lot of gold, and then yeah. go back to your regular like life. Like a pretty good a, choice. Yeah, like even if Ooh. you don't focus on the farm and like screw the farm, now you just have some land that can theoretically be whatever, and you also have a lot of gold, like, which can be used to wait. buy things. Yeah. The only problem is you'd have to be a little more careful than you would if. Depends if you are you're not playing it like playing it right like like you're actually the one. Uh, no, you're. Actually I guess I would think was... dungeon mining would be a little harder than what it is in the game. Oh, so that brings um Minecraft into this because you could get a lot done in twenty four hours. That's a good point. You could, you but could it's also own. Minecraft. You do you, you own Minecraft? Yeah. To, well, I don't know. Do you own things in Minecraft? It, yeah, if you're on a server that lets you grant ownership. <laughs> I mean, I would, so, I would um, think you so own it's not it. like you... you can go into the game and then open up the command window and just slash yeah. give player Kirby to Yoshi ten thousand diamond. Like, yeah, right. I, I think that console co- console code, sorry, is not allowed in this. But glitches from like environmental stuff is fair game. Yeah, I'd yeah. Say the same. So GTA 5 so I can do that swing set glitch. I have another um, question about how we're defining this because I have I have some some possible answers. When you're looking at in-game currencies, are we taking, you know, like an assumed value from how much there is of that currency in the game? Or if you were to scale up everything to real life how much it would be worth like are we saying a mario coin is worth one cent or are we saying that it is a coin that is like solid gold and so two here's meters tall? something interesting when i was a kid like it was either i think it was game informer actually had like what the values would be no worth, it was but it I was can't... game th- yeah, i remember game theory made a video about it yeah game theory's game done theory that not, it was like too. In a magazine, it had, like, what Mario's coin would be worth, what a rupee would be worth, what Donkey Kong's banana would be worth. <laughs> a banana. Um, <laughs> and this is why King Kong will be Godzilla. Monkey. <laughs> Bananas. Yeah. Uh, well, like, with Animal Crossing, that's just a direct um, correlation with Japanese yen. Okay. Yeah. Same so, thing with polka dollars. I think so. Yeah. So my 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 answer then, I, I will 
go with Skyrim, and I realize it's a dangerous game, but let us look at the main quest line, a very easy quest line, and there's difficulty settings in Skyrim, by the way. I didn't factor that in, but let's say I'm on easy difficulty. I only do, like, the first hour of game time. I get the Bleak Falls Barrow quest. I get the solid gold dragon claw that I can hold in my hand. And then I just hide the rest of the time because I've got a gold bar. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that is, you, could that totally, is you could totally just cheese it. And and if I want to find the ruby one, the pearl one, the obsidian one, I can do that. And that's like only a few quests. And if I want a magic item, I'll get a low-risk magic item. I'll get a Daedric Artifact. I don't care. But it's, I think it's low-risk for how much that easy one-to-one -one profit would be. Mm. Um, I was going to say, if I wanted to, if I was focusing on, like, I wanted the challenge to survive and, like, have an experience more than, like, focus on obtaining things, um, 007, Goldeneye, and or Nightfire would be pretty wicked. I get the so, risk is very high because you're literally a secret agent uh, and you have to do a bunch of crazy stuff, including going to space. Um, but the I have a question. would be incredibly fun. What? What difficulty level are you on in this hypothetical situation? So, I would imagine it's like... It's whatever you want it on? Well, but... for something like that, I would probably say like the hardest because yeah if, if you're in it for the I, thrill hard um if you're in for the items easy well like you can't go in a game where the goal is to not get shot and then you could just take like 50 bullets before you like actually need to hide and then you can just like sit somewhere for five seconds and like oh i'm fully healed now like you can't do that i would imagine it's more like you get shot you get shot like that's the thing and if you get shot critically then you're probably gonna die so you'd pick the difficulty where it's like bullets are like real life i wasn't gonna pick a challenging game um i probably uh, wouldn't I choose would that die. over stardew valley because i think playing even if i didn't get a lot of stuff from stardew valley just having 24 hours of experience of living in stardew valley would probably be the most detoxifying stress relieving anxiety reducing calming experience of my life especially but which girl do you scene. go after um do i keep her is that that sounds really that wrong was... to say like is she my <laughs> that's, what some, that's yeah. something else i was considering is if you start dating someone in the game do they come back with you well, okay, so, uh, so based property. on yeah, anything you obtain, and I wouldn't say dating is obtaining. But you obtain their heart. You... So do you get the heart? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> you get no. their love. So yeah, they like, come. My in. initial response is like very like, oh, women are property, haha, which is very bad. <laughs> and um, so I would say no because women are in fact not property, and the men too. Nobody is nobody is property. I don't think you can obtain people. Cause that just sounds like slavery and or sex trafficking, <laughs> um, which totally nullifies that totally nullifies everything I just said about but it being the most. If you sped run a game where you got married, would they come with you? Like, see, uh, 
like at the end of the only, game. Only okay, so if so if they are aware of the situation, then I would say let them choose. If they aren't, like they're just in the game and they think you're a character in the thing, then no. Because theoretically the game would stop existing. Right? Okay. This same is getting question. this is getting really existential. <laughs> same question, different flavor. Choose League as the hypothetical game. How would you incorporate buying champions? <laughs> Maybe you'd become like Ben 10 and you can just morph <laughs> into the other champions. Well, you, you heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen. League um, is just Ben 10. <laughs> now, Apex Legends would be very high risk and you'd most certainly die, but if you made it out. Well, no, I guess you, no, you would start you're not as, in uh, just yeah, one yeah. round of it. Well, you're not. I, well, 24 I hours. Say, I was going to say you're not obtaining the powers in the game. You just start with them. So I was going to say, like, if I play Bloodhound, does that mean I can just, like, scan all the people and important objects in my location every 30 seconds? And I can just morph into a beast every five minutes or so for about a minute and just absolutely destroy everything in my path? Have we had not but, already defined that you don't get their powers? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yes. you, do, you don't obtain them in the game. You start with them, so never mind. Aw, oh, darn. I wanted to be the caustic guy and jump out of a plane <laughs> while farting. <laughs> Which I, I guess I could do anyway, but not like um, he can. You would not want to be caustic because his backstory is that he is a very, like, unethical scientist and often has killed many a people with the gas he's been trying to create like the most toxic gas and he watches people die and suffocate in it for his studies yeah there's and a magic character like that and he's, and he's been exiled to the apex games like um because he's avoiding arrest essentially uh so I wouldn't want to come back as caustic and then have that background and just be like on the run from the cops. Although if I could make this these gas bombs constantly, then I probably wouldn't have that problem. But you start with those That's powers, so you don't take true. Them. Yes. Uh. So I've considered a lot of games. I considered Zelda, but I feel like the there's a good chance you die. There's a really good chance you die. Yeah. And, like, the good items aren't even till late in the game. Now, Majora's Mask, you could probably get all the masks, and that'd be cool. But what are you going to do with them? Turn into a Deku scrub? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, look at what I can do! I thought about, okay, what if you do Breath of the Wild, but you don't push it, but you do, like, some of the easy dungeons that are, like, puzzles. Like, there's nothing attacking you, it's just puzzles. And then you get enough to gain hearts and or stamina does that mean your stamina and or life like your so your i would agree with out, like your muscular i would agree with the idea that the stamina is equivalent to real life stamina so yeah i would go for the stamina like, just so i could naturally i could just yeah. cheat my way into being naturally more athletic but I would just uh, hearts i don't know what they would go to hearts hearts and uh they good health obviously uh, Does that mean I can get and shot? Stamina don't change link. So you would look exactly the same, but with more stamina and more, however you want to define health. Uh, like, am I more resilient to disease, or I, can I just well, get shot I'd say three more times resilient to disease? <laughs> like, um, I would I would put it all in the stamina because I don't I don't really know what the hearts would correlate to and. 
if I could just wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden be able to like run several miles and be fine. Um looking exactly the same. That would be hilarious. Now. Cuz what if I f- play Skyrim as an Argonian? Can I breathe underwater now? <laughs> do you start being able to do that or do you obtain that power? Well, you obtain it when you choose to start playing as an Argonian. So but you don't start the game with it. The the cutscene in the beginning, you aren't defined as having a, a race. Okay, yet. but I <laughs> character building uh, kind of screws it because like you could say you pick a game like uh, Skyrim. Or well, when you pick Chronicles your race, like... it is assumed that you were that race in the cutscenes up because you're never really shown to be directly anything. So That's I fair. would consider starting with that because it's not because it's, you just don't define what you are until that point in the game, but you're mm-hmm. assumed once you pick that, it is like, oh, you were this guy in those cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So I've been thinking about it for a little while. I think Paper Mario would be a really cool one, but I'm not sure how it would work because, like, if you oh, go back, maybe. are you just wearing a bunch of badges or? Yeah, you no, choose just, color yeah. splash. You have a hammer that can paint things however you want. Okay, that's cool. actually kind of cool. Do yeah. I get, can yeah. I get a badge that whenever I get into a fight with someone, I just get plus ten health? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This made me think about just now, um, Pokemon. You can't. Yeah. You just pass out when you lose. Well, you don't even really. Pass you, out. Don't, you, you don't. You don't. Your Pokemon pass Pokemon out. Yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah, then when they all pass out, you black you, out. Well, you black oh, yeah, out and yeah. you run like I. I've never really understood that because somebody has to take you to the Pokemon Center and you wake up. If you black out in a fit of so. fear, like you like you forget what happened because you were so terrified because you've been this beast just destroying everything in your path, and all of a sudden now you can't fight anything, and then there's this like ten foot tall water monster that could literally kill you with its weakest move. I mean, I guess on that idea, though, if you're doing it like that, then you can't die in Stardew. Headcanon for the Pokemon whiting out thing is that <laughs> you you don't know who took you, but it's common courtesy for the opponent to do that because it must happen to everyone. And then when you lose money against a trainer fight, it's is like it... it's like Uber. It's like Ooh. in Stardew when you die when you die in the or when you pass out and the doctor's like, "Hey, I billed you a thousand bucks for me having to do that." You're right. I robbed you. The stronger and like more rich the character type is, the more money you lose. So it's like an Uber X. Dude, I would just get my Charmander and then not do anything. Yeah, that's it. Like, a baby Pokemon has the power to do so much in the real world. Alright, time to just sit. Yeah, literally. Uh, Aren't you gonna leave? How how are we defining this? Like, does blacking out count as a death? No, it counts as blacking out. There you go. You could get through the entire... Like, most Pokemon games, except for HeartGold and Silver, you can realistically get to the end of the game in 24 hours of gameplay. Well, you can become the champion unless you're fighting Cynthia. Then you're not going to be the champion. Dude, imagine going back home with this, like, gigantic beast, and and, and it's just called Garantina. It's just, oh my gosh. Ugh, you'd either become rich or the government would steal your Pokemon, so... 
Yeah. Oh, the sad truth, yeah. Because you can they be can like, try. look, I have a real Pokemon. <laughs> they Mom, could try. <laughs> Mom, I'd like you to meet Ho-Oh. This is a bird that is also a god. <laughs> this is Lugia. It's the same deal, but a different type. He's my best so, friend. So wait, so He's are you only able to, sorry, are you only able to take six Pokemon back, or are you able to no, take? I would PC? say when you, you when you come back, your PC has an adapter so that you can get the Pokeballs out of it. So you just have like a what? flash drive with five hundred Pokemon on it. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty broken. Actually. I think Pokemon takes the cake now. I like Skyrim still just because of the monetary aspect, but Pokemon's Pokemon. So, like, Pokemon's an easy pick. That that that's kind of I, where I, I kind of feel like uh, earlier with my like when I was thinking about it in the car was that like I can't do anything with Pikmin. Animal Crossing takes too long, but then you got Pokemon. Just you can it's do easy. things with Pikmin. You can do things with Pikmin. Just take like they're they're an inch tall though. Yeah, and they can lift things that are incredibly large. So you can have like three thousand. So <laughs> if you just like, yeah, if you just have a couple thousand and throw them at your TV, like, hey, can y'all move that over there? And they'll be like, yeah, for sure. Especially we don't need food. Purple. We don't need food. Except you just can't do it at night because they still get scared. <laughs> Even though nothing's going to attack them in this world, they just you just have the onion and Olimar's ship, or it's in, it's uh, an instant, like, ship just floating in one of your rooms. Yeah, it's a cool model. It's That'd not be pretty a model. cool. It's not a model. <laughs> like would... it, it'd be cool. It's not the biggest thing you could have, but it'd be cool to have. Yeah. Well, so th- one I considered because it, I had realized, like, on the interesting idea of this, uh, and I'll explain in a second, I considered at least the later Persona games, where you get a key to go to the Velvet Room, which is unconnected, like, in space and time to, like, anything. It just connects everywhere. So you could go back to the game you were playing. So it's like, like the even elevator if... from SpongeBob. Yes, I. You yeah, it's probably, it's probably that's probably a best connection there. Um, and uh, I guess that'll uh, that'll end our discussion here. So, oh, wait. Well, you got yeah. one more thing? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about it. Um, what about like Fire Emblem? So like. Would you get to There's keep? There's a fair like... chance you die. In the... Oh yeah. There's. Um. Do you get to keep the troops, or do you just get to keep the weapons? So, if I wanted to make money fast, I would probably just pick like Stardew or Pokemon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I... Uh, okay. For I... fun, I think I might pick one of the later personas just because I could speed run it. I... Okay. So let... to wrap this up. Everyone picks the game you would want to do this with. I'm still thinking. Uh, I would say Stardew for sure. Alright. Alex? Stardew if I wanted money. Persona if I wanted to have fun. Well, which do you want? You gotta pick. I had the pick? You gotta pick. You're being thrown into this world. What what game are you picking to be thrown into? Uh, Stardew. Mayo. We must be having some uh, issues. 
Maybe uh, it's because Cameron's be... yelling at everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what do you want, Cameron? You're putting everyone on the spot. Where will you go? I'll go Pokemon. Dude, I'll, I'll start in Johto. Get my Toto dial. Win. You can't win in 24. Hours. I look. I don't have to beat the entire game. I just got to get to the Elite Four, clear it, and then I have Kanto and Johto with whatever little time I have left. But hear me out. I get a ditto, and then I can breed whatever Pokemon I have left when I come back. Karen, you're a and freak. Then I Stop. Sell them. Stop. Stop talking <laughs> right now. I can freak. sell them <laughs> and make money. Caught you in 4K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so for Splatoon 2, if you die, like, let's just say you fall off the map, that's it? Game over? Or Yes. Dang. I was going to say Splatoon 2, but I'm like, Never mind if it's that. Oh. <laughs> pick, pick one already. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna do Fire Emblem just because it'd be kind of cool. It'd be really cool to have a sword that you could just like stretch out super far. Okay, so you're picking three houses. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But I would be like super careful. <laughs> like I'd be like, all right, guys, we're saying units go forward. Well, Byleth <laughs> unlocks the power to turn back time in that game. That is that is facts. Just wait. So. How does that work? Can I cheat death? Yes, but yeah. only like nine times. <laughs> technically how that works. Um, and that's not a power you start. Well, that's not technically a power you start the game with. So good to keep it. Okay. Oh, that's actually sick. Um, Mayo is back. Mayo, what game would you definitely pick? Pick um, one game. Let's go... With, let's go with Skyrim. Fair enough. Um. Okay, that's um gonna wrap up our extremely long show this week. Thank you for sticking with Oops. us. We hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, please let us know what you would pick as your game to survive twenty four hours worth of gameplay and and why you would do so. Um, we hope you enjoyed the episode this week. Be sure to come back next week for Pokemon stuff if anything happens. Um, or Zelda stuff, if anything happens. Or Zelda stuff, if anything happens. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. Or just in, if, if right anything now. happens, we're we'll be Lula. here. <laughs> Come back anyway. We miss you. We enjoy you. We enjoy you having, having you around. Um, so yeah, uh, share us with a friend. Um, we come out every Wednesday, 7 a.m. Central Time. Uh, youtubecom Games, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Um, and yeah, that's going to do it here for us this week. So thank you so much for listening and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.